Today's episode includes a story of breast cancer survival and an interview with a community member college student, how they're handling classes during the pandemic. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome back to OAN Connects. We thank you for joining us today. My name is Jessica Joaquin, ad sales slash news person for the Autumn Action News. And I am here with my co-host, news person, Marissa Johnson. How's it going, Marissa? Hey, Jess. Hey, so have you gotten your costume ready at all? Costume? Halloween. <laughs> Are you dressing up? For, for myself and my dog? No. I, <laughs> no. Actually, this is a perfect time to bring it up, which is Events is doing a virtual Halloween contest. So take a picture, send it to them. They have three different categories, I think, for different ages. I really, really miss um, the work Halloween contest as well, too. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Remember, a lot of us always say, let's do a group Halloween costume. Yeah. Oh, man, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, we are in October. I totally forgot about that. That is my favorite time, too, to go outside with some coffee and watch everybody in their silly costumes. And some of them are so creative and they get it. They nail it, you know? (laughs) Man, yeah, they're very inspirational. But, yeah, no, I'm not a big uh, costume person. I have not done anything like that in a very long time. I don't know if if I will. If if I can make something free here in my apartment, yeah, definitely I might play dress up. But yeah, no, I'm not going to be putting any makeup on my face. I know, total bummer. (laughs) (laughs) What do you have planned? Are you planning on dressing up? Do you have your costume ready? Yeah, I have six or seven, probably at least. Oh, geez. (laughs) (laughs) So we go from somebody who's absolutely not doing anything at all to somebody who's doing like six or seven. Okay. All right. Yeah. So it's going to be like the Oscars. You're going to change your costume like throughout the day, like five it's different actually, times. It's actually for my social medias because I do um, TikTok and having all these cosplays on hand and then posting them also on Instagram. So I have something throughout the month of October working out something new each one and then posting it up. So yesterday um, I actually posted up a Harry Potter costume. I am a Hufflepuff. All right. Well, (laughs) yeah, that sounds fun. That sounds really entertaining. Yeah. That sounds better than my October. Carve a pumpkin, make some sweets, bake some sweets. That all costs money. I, I Oh my goodness. (laughs) i'm I'm pinching my pennies on this side but yeah no i know what you mean i think definitely if this was a time where we were spending time with our family and things like that yes definitely oh menudo and tamales tamale season oh gosh that's so right i know i can't (laughs) wait that's what i miss too it's going to the roundhouse for some some menudo some red chili menudo Oh, man, we are missing out. I think we're going to be in essential services for another two weeks or so, um, or another week at the very least. We're not quite sure yet. When is the virtual costume thing that um, Events is doing? So you can send in a picture right now of either yourself or your child's costume, and you have until the 30th to submit your costume. Okay, so that email is events at srpmic-nsn.gov. And let me plug in one more. They are doing a pumpkin contest and a house decorating contest. So if you don't dress up, you can carve a pumpkin, 
get in the contest or showcase your house. That sounds like fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, maybe I'll do the pumpkin thing then. Well, let's get into our first story that was in our October 1st issue, and it's by senior reporter Tasha Silverhorn. October is National Breast Cancer Awareness Month, a great time to highlight the importance of breast cancer awareness through education and research. According to the National Breast Cancer Foundation, breast cancer develops when the cells in the breast tissue grow abnormally and form masses or tumors that can progress into cancer. Breast cancer usually begins either where the milk is being produced or in the milk ducts. These and other breast cancers affect more than 250,000 women each year in the United States. About 42,000 of them die from the disease each year, according to the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Although it is not common, men are also at risk of developing breast cancer. The American Cancer Society estimates that 2,620 new cases of invasive breast cancer in men for the year 2020, with about 520 men dying from it. A mammogram is the best way to find breast cancer early, when it will be easier to treat. It is important for women 50 years old or older to schedule a yearly mammogram. Breast cancer can also affect younger women who should learn how to do a self-breast exam. The self-exam is a quick five-step process that any woman or man can do in the privacy of their own home once a month. If you feel or notice any changes between exams, be sure to tell the doctor. One Woman Survival Story Salt River Pima Maricopa Indian community member Angie Silversmith was diagnosed with breast cancer in 2009. By the time the doctors found it, it had advanced to stage 3. She didn't let the news slow her down or stop her from fighting. Her lump was detected during a screening mammogram. She was diagnosed in July 2009 and went and did nuclear tests so they could see the lymph nodes. They took 19 lymph nodes out and 11 of them had cancer. Surgery came next, a lumpectomy, to remove the cancer. And then in September, they put in a port um, for my chemo. And then October, the first Monday in October, I started chemo. Uh, I ended my chemo next year. And then um, a couple weeks later, I started radiation. And did radiation on the specific area where the cancer was. That didn't take long, just go in there and um, get, get prepped and lay on the table and they use that laser thing and radiation. And then it, that's only like a few minutes and then you're done. But that was like every day for five days of the week, weekdays for um, four weeks. Silversmith did not want to worry people, so she kept her diagnosis to herself, only telling her immediate family and closest friends. Silversmith explained, when you hear cancer, you think of death. It was pretty scary. That's the first thing you think about. So I really had to pray about it and think about it. And I told myself I was going to be positive and uh, try to be as normal as I can. You know, and that's what I did. I I lived my life normally. I drove myself to all of my uh, appointments for my chemo. Um, My daughter-in-law took me one time or a couple of times because uh, I had this one chemo that was could stop my heart. So she was worried. So she went and she sat with me and said, I'm going with you. And I said, you don't have to. And she said, well, it might stop your heart. What if your heart stops? I don't want to be there in case, you know? So 
Although Silversmith did tell her children, she didn't want to get into too much detail, which upset them, but she told them to pray and be strong. Silversmith believes in the power of prayer, and that is what helped her through, everyone praying, family and friends. Silversmith went into battle with this disease knowing she would face some side effects that would possibly be with her for the rest of her life. She explained that the radiation treatments affected one third of her lung tissue, and she now has neuropathy in her feet because she was allergic to one of the chemotherapy drugs. Silversmith said that she was eight months behind on getting her mammogram done and wonders if she hadn't held off for so long, maybe it would have been caught sooner. But thankfully, it was found and taken care of. She now has a mammogram every year. Yeah, I would say do it on time, on a regular, you know, uh, pick a day that you'll remember, like maybe um, your birthday or somebody's birthday or, I don't know, that you will remember so you won't forget. Because that's what I did, being busy, you know, all the time. I forgot and I had to schedule on my own. So my doctor finally reminded me and that's why I finally went, she went and made my appointment. I finally did it. But I would say that's the most important thing. And then learn how to do self-examinations because I wasn't doing it. I never thought I would get cancer. I don't think anybody does, you know. Silversmith advises anyone newly diagnosed with breast cancer to be strong and be positive. Try not to overreact because the treatments and medicine have advanced in the last 10 years and they continue to get better and better each year, she said. For more information on breast cancer, you can visit these three websites. We've got the National Breast Cancer Foundation and that website is nationalbreastcancer.org or you can go to the National Cancer Institute and that website is cancer.gov or you can head over to the American Cancer Society at cancer.org. I like her idea of remembering to pick a day for your appointment by tying it to your birthday or someone else's. Yes, I think that's a fantastic idea. It'll help you remember, right? Yep. Yeah, so Angie, wow, she is a very strong woman and we are happy that she has recovered. Yes, definitely. (laughs) All right, Marissa, uh, what you got for us? Alrighty, next up, I spoke to community college student Cody Asian on how his fall semester has been going, especially with continuing to go through the COVID pandemic and how the schools are handling it. Today, we have a special guest, ASU student Cody Asian. Hello, Marissa. Glad to be here. Awesome. So we are halfway through the semester. Can you tell me a little bit about how online sessions work for you? Yeah, so we're in the middle of the semester and online classes are going pretty well. Definitely had to adapt to the to the different way of um, doing online classes this semester. Yeah, um, from what I hear, they take place on Zoom. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, so this semester, um, ASU decided to offer not just in-person classes, but Zoom sessions and, of course, online classes as well. In the past, they have had online classes, but the difference with Zoom being is that um, now you have to go in uh, all as one class in a session, as if it was a regular class, but now you you go in at a certain time and you listen to the teacher do her lecture. So if it's at 3 p.m., it's not just you, it's the whole class that goes in at the same time. Ah, ASU did mention that there are in-person classes and then these online Zoom session classes. Why did you continue to do your education online? 
So I personally chose to do online sessions um, because I felt it was safe, just safer for me personally. That's that's the main reason why I chose to. Awesome. And is there anything else you would like to add? Yeah, just uh, I do want to say that um, I'm very fortunate to be able to continue my online schooling, especially especially with uh, Arizona State University. Um, I do have to really give a big shout out, of course, to the higher education here within the Salt River community. They definitely tend and um, are adaptive to the situation and they have always helped me out with books and my classes. Um, so I'm very grateful for that. And two, I'm very grateful for where I work within the community as well. Um, they were very um, supportive of me of going back to school and they were very supportive with working with me uh, with my schedule in terms of you know when and where I can go to school. So I'm very grateful for both of those departments, especially my work. Thank you for being on the podcast, telling us a little bit about how fall semester is going for students and good luck on your midterms. Thank you, Marissa. Thank you for having me. Well, that is all from this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Anything you want to add, Marissa? Get into the Halloween spirit right now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> Start right now. Okay, I'll take that cue. I'll go buy some skeleton or something. Candy. Can't get wrong. Candy. Okay. Okay, and uh, once again, taking us out is going to be Marissa. So take us out, Marissa, and here you go. Thank you.